Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast, a podcast that focuses on marketing tips, trends, and techniques for marketers and advertisers by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. Follow along with us on social media at handle AdSemble. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E. Also visit us on the web at adsemble.com or join our Ad Hero community at facebook.com slash groups slash ad hero. All right, and welcome to it. It's uh, episode two of the Ad Hero podcast. Oops. Welcome to it. Yep. Got the uh, the full panel today so far. It's uh, me, Arish Rivers. I'm Gino Giovanni. And Matthew Olivier. Yep, we're all here today. Matthew, uh, you, we missed you last time. Yeah, uh, sorry. I think I was dealing with, uh, I don't know what I was doing. Was I out? Was secret I missions. Travel? Yeah, secret yeah. missions. <laughs> you know, us ad heroes, uh, it's just, you, you get the call. You just got to go yeah. for it. But I did listen. And compliments to you both. You guys crushed it on episode one. And I love the format of uh, podcasts. I love the idea of uh, the Ad Hero podcast. And ready to dive in. Why don't you tell a little bit about yourself? As Matthew right here is actually the founder and president of the company AdSemble. I am, yes. (laughs) Guilty as charged. Uh, Matthew Libieri, founder and CEO of AdSemble. Uh, yeah, it's it's been an awesome uh, thing to be a part of uh, from its founding ten over ten years ago now. Almost seems crazy that it's that long ago, but I'll tell you, you know, as the years go by, it's the people that that get involved with the organization that take it further steps down the field that keep moving the ball down the field. That is a hundred percent where my heart, where my desire is to build people up, collaborate with others, and uh, just this opportunity. Case in point with this Ad Hero podcast, this is something that I would have never had the time or the inclination to brainstorm, think of, sign up, get it going, and to see you guys kind of champion this. It's awesome to get to sit in on it and participate and hopefully contribute some good content so the listeners out there want to keep coming back and, and uh, tuning in. I have a question for you because you mentioned uh, some it great, is. great people part of this this it company is. in the years. Yep. Have you ever had just some really weird people? Like, like somebody gives you a phone call. Like, maybe they didn't work here. It was just it was a client. And they called you up. Like, do you have any of those weird? I'm in a bar at 11 p.m. and I got a story for you. Types. <laughs> yes, I can. I can admit to uh, you. See a little bit of everything when you work in a startup <laughs> company, uh, including some interesting hires um, and some interesting customer calls. Uh, geez, you kind of caught me off guard. I'm, I'm trying to think of maybe one specific one that the listeners out there might enjoy. Uh, let me think on that. Let me come okay. back to you guys. Yeah, let me no, come no, back I, to this. It's a great question, though. No, yeah, yeah, I really want to know that. Short answer is yes, <laughs> but I'd like to bring something a little bit more entertaining uh, rounding that. So give me some, give me some time. I'll think of something. All right, no problem, no problem. That's I, I really look forward to that thing. Uh, <laughs> speaking of what else, I look forward to because, and you know, for everyone listening, I, I this is this is torture over here as I'm hanging out with these two guys. Right, who have time to make it to the movies more than I do, and uh, so Spider Man, right, Far From Home. Have you, from what I understand, you guys both saw it, right? Yeah. Well, hey, I just make it a priority when the MCU <laughs> movie comes out. If I'm off like a couple of weeks, something's wrong. But I, I make it a priority to see it the first couple of days. I don't know. I never used to be like that, mm-hmm. but now I am. So, and plus, there's all that. Uh, as they say, spoiler warning, you know, so right. I don't want to get right. caught up in that. Heartfelt 
thank you guys for for being individuals who are who are very conscious about spoilers. Um, this is me framing you guys in case you're not going to ruin this for me. Which is interesting I, because you're you probably know more about the whole universe. You know, it is me. I don't know what Matt, it, it's just osmosis. Me. That's all it is. That's it's wow. just it's part of being a nerd in the Silicon Valley, right? It just it happens, nerd slash geek. But that was one of the things that. Um, I think, you know, you put it up online was this, this really cool post uh, of, of an ad we saw. And uh, it was a billboard. It was a glowing billboard. Spider-Man. Spider-Man glowing Spider-Man billboard, man. Oh, yeah. What was the context around that? So the movie was coming out and uh, it was a, a very nice looking billboard ad, I, I might add, where it's um, – I believe it was almost like there, there's, there's one – if I remember correctly, it looks like it spells out like what the name of the movie is. And then below that or, or above it, there's like eyes. So it's like part of like Spider-Man's mask. And then at night, the advertisement glows, especially the eyes. And it's like, wow, like that's great. And and where it was, I just so happened to be in that area, but I didn't see the billboard, which kind of, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I wasn't exactly in that particular area, but it was near Napa. So oh, wow. I thought that that places. was yeah of all places yeah Some so places, it's just like why wasn't that in the Bay Area or in, at least in San Jose you know <laughs> I, I like the fact that they focus on the eyes because no matter who's doing the movie like we got the legit Spider Man and then we have Spider Man three with Tobey Maguire that nobody needed I stand by that Spider Man three was horrible um, you oh, still you still always see the focus on the eyes like you look at like, the TV well, it's trailer brand yeah you yeah, know it, you it's, know it. And you're seeing like this is like the the eyes are like the theme of all the Spider-Man things. Right. This the the importance of the theme is is just like driven home. Like Marvel right. has a great understanding of that. Right. They do and continuity. Yes. And the, if the you look at the logo yes. uh, of like how it's written out, I believe it's the letter I. I think in somewhere like the actual mask is drawn in there. Mm. It's kind of yeah, neat. Yeah. yeah, never seen that before. But but you know like. Like heck, that could even go back all the way to when um, when there weren't any Spider-Man shows at the moment. But uh, like there was the end of Muppet Babies, <laughs> the cartoons. On, 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 yeah, I know, right? I'm dating myself. <laughs> but there's a there's a there's a computer image uh, version of it now. But at the end Muppet, of it, Muppet Babies, I, I remember yeah. it though, and I, and I, and, I, and I bring it up now when I show my kids Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, there was a they were actually. Uh, produced or, or drawn or ever by marvel productions marvel <laughs> productions was a part of that oh, back in right. the day and so at the end of that show it would say marvel productions and then here's spider-man slowly like creeping up on the m it was like oh wow like that was a cool image i'll never forget that it still shows the up image in, of spider-man slowly creeping up on anything is a little unnerving to me <laughs> <laughs> i really love the scenes in all the films when it shows him a silhouette mm. coming down on a web, you know, in classic upside down form or <laughs> with his like feet together, right? Right. Yeah. right, right, right. All just slowly coming in or zipping out. It, but you know, Eris just touched on something pretty critical that I think Gino, I think you might have an opinion about, and I think our listeners might care to hear something about Spider-Man three, Tobey Maguire, not being uh, a, <laughs> One that he stands by as one that he he favored or even cared for. And before, what's, what's your take on that? Before you dive yes. in on that, I, I just want to point out I actually enjoyed a good chunk of the movie, except for that whole portion where he like you don't like the club scene. I don't like the club scene. <laughs> <laughs> the symbiote and him like I wanted nothing to do with it. I didn't need 
any of it, especially like that weird, like that jazz dance number. He's like snapping like West Side Story through a club. Like I could have just done that that whole half hour of emo. Tony <laughs> you see, you see, I, I like that part. I like jazz. And it reminds me of my friend, Bredanella, because it, he looks just like that. And he would do something like that out of the blue just to make everybody laugh. If, if, if Brett's listening right now, can you just drop us a comment here and let us know if you would actually dance or, or do something like that scene? Well, it, I will it's pay not good only, money for it's that. Not only that part, but the part where he goes and he gets the new suit and he's dancing on the street and everything like, like that was so him too. And it, it, it just makes me laugh every time and doesn't get old. But the funny thing is, is that they, they like to play, they being FX likes to show that movie and lots of other superhero movies on their channel. Mm. And yet all those ones that they show, a lot of them people don't like, like uh, apparently people don't like Iron Man two, but I was know. Great. That was great. I, Iron Man I have no Huge problem. We got Iron more Man war machine in that whole thing. Yeah. Huge yeah. Man Iron Man two. Yeah. And, and, and so this actually is a good opportunity because I like the way this is circling around the importance of theme and continuity. Um, Right. So Iron Man 2, I was afraid that they were going to like, hey, we got a sequel here and this is going to be free license to change up everything. And well, they changed Terrence Howard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal right? with it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I said that was a good move. Don Cheadle. Yeah, that was great. Don Just first awesome. words. Like, it's me. Get used to it and whatever. Yeah. It's and funny. he is you. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, but I liked how uh, they, maybe, they didn't maybe really... in the show notes we can paste a side by side picture. Yes. <laughs> of Arish with Don Cheadle. Oh, we gotta put we gotta put Arish's face on on him when he's in <laughs> inside the suit. Yes. <laughs> I do that. I am War Machine. But 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 go th- essentially t- essentially yeah. Mm-hmm. But but well wait 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 we were gonna we were kind of veering off topic here. Okay, Spider Man right. three. Okay, Spider Man three. Okay, yeah. now. I understand, uh, and you know what? I'm learning that in the last couple couple of years. In fact, I just heard it yesterday on on some of these YouTubers that I, I follow. They bring up that same scene, and I can I can understand now why mm. why people don't like that. I mean, to me, obviously, just like I said, it's it's uh, kind of uh, brings it home, I guess, to me. Mm. But uh, there is, um, and and maybe they did a little too much on like too many villains, and they. Now that I see that they didn't do um, Venom right, I totally get that. But other than that, like coming from, you know, a person that, you know, what, only got one Spider-Man comic book ever, barely read it. Uh, but actually, I think I still have it to this day. And I was like in fifth grade. Um, uh, it, 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 I didn't really have a problem with it. Like I still enjoyed it and I watched it like. So many times over the years. Wow. Spider Man yeah. 3. Spider Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> now I would kind of be like, okay, you know, Venom could be better. Um, Sam had a problem with yeah, Hobgoblin, you know, it seems okay. Uh, although it's funny because nowadays, like all these movies and, and stuff of, uh, what's the guy's name who played Hobgoblin? Or James Franco? Franco? James Franco. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did. It's your boy, right? Um, no, he was in the Hobgoblin. He was the Green Goblin. Green, Green Goblin. Actually different. Uh, Goblin. Yeah. I always get this guy's name wrong. Hobgoblin's man. its own separate character. Right? That's right. It is. Yeah. That, it was his. It was, oh, God. What was That's his right. dad's name? Uh, well, the, the, the actor. Oz, I always Oz, oh. Uh, I always get his Alan, name wrong. No. No, no. The guy that he was in Boondock Saints. Yeah. And he was uh, also in Platoon. Yeah, man, I, I just can't um, shoot. Yeah, I know, I know. 
It's one of those, you know, I'll, I'll, it'll be 3 a.m. I'm, and I'll be like, I'm, 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 I'm getting on the IMDb tip right now. <laughs> thank you, thank you, yeah. I'm looking it up, guys. I want to say Fans, I'm listeners, sorry. don't worry. We are Venom, we do IMDb. You know? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, but you know what? It's it's one of the things about Spider-Man. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. God, Willem Dafoe. So thank you. God, I never remember that. I just I just always remember like that, that face of his. Dude, he didn't need makeup to be the Hobgoblin. And I, can I just interject and say, I think, for our listeners out there, uh, don't 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 worry. This is still an advertising this marketing an podcast. Ad- but we here at Ad Symbol are just big, huge MCU and and DC comic fanboys and movies in general. So we and so we might throw a little sprinkling of this in every once in a while, just to kind of spice it up. We a little friendly debate amongst colleagues here. Uh, and you know, hey, if you have an opinion about about any of these uh, movies that, that we reference, you know, hey, we can we can. Merge topics here. It's we all really it's all advertising, marketing, entertainment. It's all intertwined. Like you know they what? say I, on YouTube, you know, leave us a comment below, like, share, and add. <laughs> right, is, right. But you know, I really unless you like disagree with us, no, then... disagree with us. Go ahead, yeah, talk talk all the mess you want to. We're gonna keep the family. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But just keep it. Just remember, like, families will go in the comments. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, Please, no, no trolling. True. But you know, you said something that that really kind of and bringing it back. Thank you, Matthew, for bringing us back in because Gino and I are like two of the most. Scattered brain people are gonna we get distracted like shiny objects, right? No, that's um, that is, isn't it? But you said like it really brought it home for you, and and that key phrase brought it home because hmm. it reminded me of how excited I would get when you would see the commercial. Oh, it was yeah. like, hey, own the VHS today. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we're dating ourselves. All right, VHSs were a part of life. Get used to it. Um, but in it, it, take that back to movie trailers. I was just gonna go there. Yeah, movie, and, and so like. When you would see a movie trailer, like two years in advance before the movie would pop up, like two I mean, years. I know I'm exaggerating, but whole the, the whole point is nowadays I feel it's like, hey guys, this is coming out next month, and it's like, yeah. well, I, I I didn't even know that was going to happen, or in some cases you see something really early, and then the online community says that oh it's just a it's a hoax it's just blah blah, blah. like The Lion King and Beyonce playing Nala. Mm. Dude, I saw that on Facebook in like 2015. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I got to see that. Yeah. Everybody was just like, no way, blah, blah, blah. And then here it is actually, you know, comes to fruition. And so my point is to all this is, is how important it is. And we see it as receiving in, but these internal mechanisms and, and things working for these studios is that they're prepping months in advance for this type of stuff. Years oh, yeah. in advance, really. Yes. I would love to chime in. Uh, well, first of all, like, uh, and this is a side thing, the a movie like um, uh, Lion King, and correct me if I'm wrong, it, it it usually takes two. Heck, I've heard Toy Story takes like three years to make, uh, so it, it could take a long time. Yeah. Um, as far as the trailers go, and I'm glad that you touched upon this with the advertising. Um, you know, it 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 it. Uh, the marketing is 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 crucial. Now, now the first point I'll I'll make real quick, and this is just a fun fact thing. I remember um, when Batman the movie in '89, Batman '89 came out. I thought it was a great trailer, 
And then uh, it wasn't until a few years ago and I started, I, I looked at it again. I'm like, yeah, this really isn't that great. But then there's on YouTube just recently, uh, someone put up how it would look today. And I was like, wow, so much better. It's great. <laughs> it makes a movie look 10 times better. It's huh. it awesome. But that's just a fun thing. But uh, you, you, you touch upon the dates. And timing is critical because, case in point, Godzilla King of Monsters. Mm. Now, Godzilla King of Monsters, they showed that trailer a year in advance at Comic-Con. And and then it was out. People got excited. And then as as the movie came out, it actually didn't do that well at the box office. Mm. And I hear nothing but good things. You know, I, I still haven't seen it yet. But... Uh, I heard nothing but good things, and uh, people wonder, well, wait a minute now. Like, this is a good movie. It's Godzilla's versus all these monsters, and they're fighting, and they're fighting, and they're fighting, and it, people loved it. So why didn't people come out? Well, besides being a ton of movies already out, people are also thinking that, well, maybe the trailer was came out way too early, and people just didn't get excited after a while. You know what? That's very, very strong possibility. Uh, I, for one, didn't really see a lot of advertising. And I think we see that with a lot of our clients, too, is um, everybody's got a timeline. If they're going to put something up, and again, you know, it's always a shameless plug, right? So if they're using our platform, Open Display, to go in and research billboards and, and launch ads on digital billboards across the entire nation, the one thing that we see a lot of people fall short on is they go, oh, man, that board is sold out. In fact, uh, right. today we ran into that. I, working with a client, and he, he has a time-sensitive event, right? And as he was trying to book these extra locations so that they could saturate the market, and these things were being snatched up right under his feet. Right. And it was like, oh, man, we're going to book here? Nope, that's gone. Okay, we're going to book here? Nope, that's gone. I mean, came in here today, and Matthew let me know, hey, that one board has like three spots on it. I go, awesome. Go back to him. Let him know. And by the time we're just about ready, I mean, we're down to one slot. And the day's not even over. It's like halfway through the day. Yeah, what's interesting uh, about that is when we first started the company, the, the scarcity of billboard, digital billboards in general was a problem. Mm. You had a very limited supply of digital billboards just even to begin with. But the ones that did exist had infinite amount of spots, right? There's just It was just such a new thing for people back then that people were still trying to make sense of their use, their application, how to do it all. We were still fuddling over how to build out our platform and all that good stuff. And so you did not have that issue of scarcity when it came to inventory, physical billboard space. Fast forward to 2019 and we're literally seeing this transition taking place where these things are being, spots are being bought daily in bulk and billboards are being sold out in the same day when in the morning time they had multiple spots available. Uh, that is a really exciting thing. And I think that's going to be an eye-opening thing for people that are like checking out this space as something new that they want to try. Um, thinking that they have a lot of time to book their campaign, right? Well, there's a reason why the billboard industry is – what was it? $38 billion yeah, it's or something huge, like that? Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> and growing. Yeah. Huge and growing. Yeah, and growing more, yeah. Right. I mean, heck, a few months ago, I heard it was $19 billion. Now it's 30-something. Not, not, to <laughs> knock, uh, not to knock Gary Vee. I know he's not really the biggest fan of billboards, but yeah, it's kind of like 
Oh. The numbers are going the exact opposite of what you're saying, brother. You <laughs> should take a fresh look at our platform. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, bringing it back to the Spider-Man and, and the movie industry and how far in advance do they plan, right? How all that's connected here is, uh, I think, Eric brings up an awesome point that, you know, potentially or inherently, the bigger the project, the bigger the launch, mm. the more years in advance people are starting to think about some of these things. And I think the trickle-down effect to if you're a small business out there or you're planning a conference or a product launch of your own, it's great to maybe take note of someone else out there operating at a bigger scale or a bigger budget to just kind of factor that in. Like mm -hmm. even a movie with the organic following of Spider-Man, they are still planning years in advance where they're going to disperse their advertising, where they're going to put their message out there and how are they going to make their message coherent both on a billboard and then when you find it on Facebook and when you find it on Instagram and mm -hmm. when you find it in all these places, right? The continuity, continuity, yes. The importance of that theme, right? The theme of the Spider-Man far from home, that all staying interconnected, right? Yes. So even on a smaller scale, if you're a local advertiser in Denver, Colorado or Orlando, Florida or wherever and you're launching a conference, you want to back out enough time for your marketing and your advertising so you can keep your theme consistent across all these places. What do you guys think about I, that? I, 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 well, first of all, I'm going to say yes and bring it back to the movies. That is so important because you could take something like – and this is what I found out with uh, – Marvel's in uh, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Now, in uh, I know that Infinity War had a $150 million marketing budget. So it's basically double the amount for the movie. Um, That's because the movie was that'll be a whole podcast million. right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dissecting that. But the and Endgame, I'm not sure what the price was, but I'm sure Disney spent the same amount. Um, because it they know that. And I saw a podcast about this as well, where it's like they know that if they spend that money and and strategically put it around the world, they're gonna get over a billion dollars. Wow. And but to me, I felt that Endgame wasn't as advertised as much as Infinity. I could be wrong. Now, but but it just seemed like that to me. However, it not only did they meet the same numbers, but they went almost to $3 billion. I think it ended, uh, as far as I know, 2.7, and it almost caught up to Avatar. So Damn. in a faster rate. We'll talk about uh, ROI, man. Jeez. Like. Right, <laughs> right. So so it really, you know, this goes back to the last podcast too, in a way. It, 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 it the, the uh, timing, if you got a well-known brand, which now I know for sure, even talking to AMC movie theaters, that they know that when the Avengers movie comes out, it's going to bring a lot of people. So when you have a huge brand, you may not need that big of a time span to promote. Mm, but if you're just yeah. getting off your feet and we get people all the time that call us, oh, I just need three days. Oh, I just need like a week or whatever. Are you sure about that? Right. You might <laughs> yeah. need a lot longer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Really good point. Ersh, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent right. Um that's actually something that you've coached to before in the past mm. as well, Matthew. Um so on that note, um, and we don't want to go too long on this, but if you have a time-sensitive offer, you know something with a really clear and strong call to action. Um, you know, like again, I talk about my success here uh, with that symbol before our, I 
was with Ad Symbol, which is using Open Display, right? Uh, we had a concert. Uh, we put up a billboard for one week, and we saw massive amounts of return on. Oh that. yeah, yeah. But that was easy because that that had a very twice, twice now. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was right. Yeah. Um, but that was easy because it was like, hey, this is the day of the concert. Buy tickets before this day. And there's, there's a singer you see all over the internet and whatever. Like, exactly. Yeah. There's no room for what else is happening. The message is there. Just boom, right. boom, boom. Right. Um, and so on a time-sensitive offer like that, yeah, you could you could get away with a little small something. Um, but if, if it's not so much time-sensitive, if people's backs really are not against the wall in terms of action, you got to drip that sucker out. you got to be in front of people longer because they're not feeling the urgency that you are. Right. In the back of their head, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah cool. It's uh, uh, that brand up there. Yeah, I guess I could use their product. Uh, I'll go shopping next week, maybe pick it up. And then they forget about it the moment wow. they get home, right? Wow. And that's just the end of it. Yeah. So you got to hit them multiple times, be out there longer as they're going back and forth, however you're doing it, whether it's billboards, um, you know, digital advertising on social media. And, and really, it's best when those things are working coherently. You know, right. you're, you know I, I try them on that a lot. All of us do is uh, there's not really one better than the other. It's just if you can have this perfectly working set of cogs and gears, and it's just a beautiful mechanism when they are functioning in that capacity together. Dig it. <laughs> I dig it. And and uh, I know we only have a few minutes left here, but just because we're kind of having a little bit of fun with this with this movie-themed <laughs> episode here. Yeah, we got way off. If I could just get a little friendly debate going amongst the three of us here to, to round things out, close things out, Favorite actor who's played Spider-Man? There's been three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's been three so far. There's been Andrew. Uh, uh, Toby, 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 the movies. Just the movies. Just movies. Okay. Tobey yeah. Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and now Tom Holland. Oh, by the way, who voiced Into the Spider-Verse? Oh, I don't remember the name of that kid. Uh, Not Miles Morales. I'm talking about the Peter Parker. Oh, the Peter Parker. We're just talking Peter Parker. Because actually, there's been a Wasn't lot that more TJ Miller? Peter Parkers. No. Was it? Was it T.J. Miller? I think it was T.J. Miller. Oh, really? Yeah. That might have to be. That guy's still around. For the, yeah, for the record. I uh, he went crazy and got arrested. Probably do all that stuff on Valley Money. <laughs> well, I, I want to I get your guys' opinion, and I want to get the listeners' opinions. Yes. I would love yes, to yes, see yes. some comments. Your favorite all different, all different places it, 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 it started a long time ago for me with uh, 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 Tobey Maguire. And then because I was so kind of jaded about, wait a minute, they're going to redo – Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man with, with a new guy. Like it was really cool though to find out that Andrew Garfield actually like grew up as a Spider-Man fan and really wanted to play the role. And it sucks to hear the story about how he lost the role. Uh, but uh, I, I I truly like Tom Holland and how they're doing it. Why? Because he's young. He, we get to watch Peter Parker kind of grow into the character, or or Tom Holland, I guess, grow into the character. And he um, apparently this is how Spider-Man and Peter Parker is supposed to be mm, like really yeah. supposed to be not an adult male, not like a over 20 year old trying to be a kid. No, like this guy like started out with 19. <laughs> yeah. Now he's like 23. And that's, that's what people forget a lot. Um, yeah. For me, it's, it's totally Holland. I, I love Holland wow. as Spider-Man. He does such a great job. And, and the kind of uh, that smarmy, I shouldn't say smarmy, but um, you know, smart ass attitude 
that Peter Parker basically has. Like he nails that. He nails that so well. People forget he's kind of a smart aleck. He's like, nope, you're you're a, a criminal. <laughs> right. Nope, you're a criminal. Right. Well, it, it, this is this is kind of hilarious because I was thinking all three of us were going to have different names, but I'm I'm on the Tom Holland tip. Tom Holland. Wow. I, I'm right there with you guys. And you I like- actually like him the most out of all three, and I and I have an interesting perspective why I like him. It shares with Geno's. I like that he's you're seeing him grow, but I like how he's been integrated into the Avenger films as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you get job with that. So even though there's officially been two films with him, he's unofficially been a part of four films. Yeah, right. he went back to uh, Civil War. Well, uh, five, Iron Man. Five. Five actually films. Yeah. He's unofficially so been a part of five. <laughs> so you've actually yeah. gotten an even greater taste, so to speak, of him in the role growing through these stages, right? And you And I, when I watch the film, I always look for – being really connected to the character, meaning if the actor really pulls me in and the movie makes me really believe he is that character through his emotions, through his acting, I really love that. That's to me, that's the greatest type of acting. If Tom Holland as a Spider-Man is a is a brand and is an advertisement himself, is what that that's consistency. Like yeah. over the years, yeah, well, he, he loves being importance of theme and consistency. He loves being part. Yeah. I really yeah. feel his connection to. Iron Man and yeah. and and that whole you know his the sadness he has, he has and everything he has bought into everything right and, yeah and but the 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 news is today is that oh like, break, is there breaking news there's, there's oh. some kind of breaking news okay. where it, it, it real quick it's just that like some people fear that well because Spider Man like could go back to Sony because there's a whole mess of things if you don't know about it uh, it's Google basically it. yeah. yeah it's basically <laughs> Sony owns the distribution rights. To, for all the Spider-Man and the 900 Spider-Man characters there are. Now, uh, but a lot of people think, no, like, that won't happen. Spider-Man will be still part of the MCU for that because it's a six-picture deal. Um, however, if they – apparently, though, if Spider-Man uh, Far From Home doesn't crack a billion dollars, which it will crack a billion dollars, oh, yeah. but if it doesn't crack a billion dollars, Sony will most likely – take back Spider-Man and, and do their own films like they've been doing with Venom and apparently Morbius coming up. Don't do it, Sony. Just be team players. Yeah. We'll have to get more into this later, but I uh, love being on the first episode with you guys. Second episode, first one for me. Yeah. Look forward to the next one. Absolutely. Thank you guys very much for listening, it's as a, always. Well, how do they get in contact with us? Yeah, it, it's exactly what we're going to say. So, uh, as always, um, if you guys have any questions want to talk to us, we're very easy to get a hold of. You can always go to adsemble.com. And email us at support at adsemble.com. Matthew's easy to reach. Gino's easy to reach. I'm easy to reach. We each have our own email handles. Um, We're all over social media. All over social media. And uh, as always, if you have a need to launch digital billboards or just doing a little bit of research or uh, getting your fingers wet, so to say, uh, feet wet, excuse me, just go to opendisplay.com. Super easy, free sign up, and we're not going to spam you, we promise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. With that, we'll see you with the next episode. Bye-bye. Later. <laughs> I'm not getting the door, or I'm not giving you a hug. I'm just getting the door. We're, we're not there yet.